0: In regards to the mitzvah of HaKel, which the time for that is Moitzoa Yomtev the at the end of the first day of Yomtev, the first day of Chag Asukreis, which is also the beginning of Cholomoyed in Eretz Yisrael, of course. So we find something very, very unique and special that we don't find in regard, in regards to the other mitzvahs of the Torah. And that is that the mitzvah of HaKel encompasses all the Yidn, including Taf, little children, as the Pasik says, Hakelas'am, gather the people, Ha'anoshim, Vanoshim Vataf, men, women, and children, etc. Now, generally, we don't find that a mitzvah min toirah, little children should have to participate, midor, together with all other yidn, as opposed to the mitzvah of hakel, the toirah itself includes the little children in this mitzvah together with the rest of the yidden. Says the Rebavy that the unique that in this unique thing of hakel that the children are also included this really expresses a very very main point and 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 co- the, in the content of what the mitzvah of hakel is all about as we'll see later in the Sikha. says that as we learn simply the participation of the little children in the mitzvah of hakel is an obligation that applies not on the children by themselves not on them that they are obligated rather it's an obligation on the father, on the mother, that they should bring their children. As the Gemara says in Chagiga, taf, loma, boy, and why do the children come? In schar, to give reward to those who bring the children. According to this, should come out that if the child is in the type of state that had he been a goddle, had he been an adult in that situation, he would have been potter from Hakil. So, for example, a chayresh, one who is deaf and mute, a sumo, one who is blind, or similar things—had they been an adult, an adult, they would have been parter from hakel. But now, as a child, they're actually included in the chiyuv for the parents to bring them, because the obligation, the mitzvah, is not on the child himself, but rather the obligation is that the father should bring the child, and therefore there shouldn't really make any difference what kind of state that child is in. However, says the Rebbe, according to this, it's not understood. The Gemara says in Masechet Te Kedushin, in regards to the Mitzvah of HaKel, that even if in the Pasuk it wouldn't explicitly say that women are obligated in the Mitzvah of HaKel, nevertheless, we would have learned it with a Kalvachoymer from the children. The Gemara says, if Tfalim Chayovim, Tfalim over here is referring to, as the Rebbe will show later in the sichan and the ha'aris that it refers to, it's in the same word as taf, little children. So if tfalim chayavim, if the little children are chayiv, narshim leikolshkein, how much more so women should be chayiv. So the Rebbe asks, if based on we said what we said before, that the obligation of children is not an obligation on them themselves, it's only on the on the ones who bring the children. How can we number once use the expression that the children, if the children are chayiv, therefore the women should be chayiv, children are not chayiv? And furthermore, the Rebbe says, if the children themselves are not obligated, how could you then use them as a kalva to say that if they're chayiv, then how much more so the women should be chayiv? The Rebbe says, it's a very, it's a doichik to say, it's difficult to say that when the Gemara says, that the reason the children are coming is only to give reward for those that bring them, but that's not actually being said as halacha, and that really la in other words, that children would be chayev. And the Rebbe says we can say that it's not la halacha since it's only part of the in the in the Gemaris, being said as a hagado or as a drash, and we know that there's a rule that ain't made the min and la halacha we would say that Ketanim really are obligated, as seemingly what the Gemara in Kedushin is saying, that if children are chayev, how much more so the women should be chayev. So the Rebbe says, because we do find in a number of places that we actually learn from this very Gemara, we do learn out matters of Halacha from this same piece of Gemara. And the Rebbe says, as we see that the Moine HaMitzvah, is those that enumerate the Mitzvahs, bring this Gemara in connection to the Mitzvah of HaKel, To the extent, in fact, that we find in Paiskim that we learn out the concept that women should be learning Torah actually from this very piece of Gemara. So clearly it is taken L'Halacha. So the Rebbe says, perhaps we could suggest, according to what some of the Mepharshim say, that in the Psukim of Hakil we are actually dealing with two different types of children. There's one... Category of children that are a bit older, they already came to the age of Chinuch. And it's regarding them that the next posik, the one after that, after it says, the next posik says, that those children that didn't know from the past, now they will hear and they will learn to fear Hashem. In other words, this pasuk seems to be implying that there's a Chiyuv on these children themselves that they will learn. So these are children that that already reached the age of being able to be educated. But the previous pasuk where it said was dealing with the type of little children of a younger age those kind of children that that didn't reach at that stage of being able to actually be educated, and regards to them, we're saying that the only reason they're coming is to give reward to those who brought them. Now, clearly, this reward would also be for those that are a little bit above that above the age of chinuch as well. That those that chinoch, as obviously the same reason would apply. But according to this, in other words. So now, when the Gemara said that if the children are chayiv, so surely the women should be chayiv, now perhaps we could say that we're speaking about those children that that already understand what's going on. They're already learning something. And therefore, you could say that they are also coming to hear and to learn. And if they are chayiv, then the women are also chayiv. The Rebbe says, however, this is a doichik to say this for a number of reasons. Number one, even children that are of the age of Yigil a Chinuch that are already of the age that can be educated. So generally the idea of educating a child for mitzvahs is not the obligation. It's not a chiyuv on the cotton on the child. Rather on the one who's raising him, who's giving him the Chinuch. Usually going to be the father. And simply that would apply in this case as well. Even if you want to say that in the connection to the mitzvah of HaKel there is a special command that applies to the children themselves different to other mitzvahs, and that the child is in a certain sense called he is obligated. The Rebbe adds that this would be especially true according to the Rishonim, that say that a cotton shehigia lachinuch. that generally regarding a cotton that reached the age of chinuch for mitzvahs. So even though it's true that the obligation is on the machanech, but it doesn't mean that the child is completely potter, it means because of the chinuch, the cotton is now also considered to a certain extent mechuyev in this mitzvah. But the Rebbe says, if we want to say that, then according to, according to this, we'll come at a tremendous chiddush in the difference between these two categories of children, which would be again, if we want to say that these children are actually chayiv to a certain extent, because then we'll say that the very little children, who the only obligation is only concerning the ones who bring them that they get reward for bringing the very very little children who don't know anything about the chinuch who can't understand anything so then it would be again those kind of children that even if they are in a type of position that had they been adults they would have been partner from hakel but being that they're only being brought now to give reward to those that bring them so then they those very little children would also be chayev and specifically the older children that are already of the age of being able to learn and hear and understand. Those that he, which is what we said that the Gemara in Kedusha would be speaking about when it said that if the children are chayiv, meaning again these older children, now if they are chayiv and hakel themselves, then we would suddenly say regarding these children that had they been in a, in a type of situation where if they're adults they would be, as we said before, blind or other types of mumim that they wouldn't have to be going to Hakel. So now these children also should not have to go to Hakel because of this because they're in a certain extent high already in Hakel. So again, the little, very little children would say would have to be brought to Hakel. The older ones would not be, have, to, have to be brought to Hakel. The Rebbe says we don't find anywhere that anyone should make a, such a sort of distinction in different levels of children, which children or which age are brought regardless of whatever state they're in, and that the older children, Dafka, are the ones that, depending on their, on their situation, if do they have to be brought to Hakil or not. The Rebbe says another major issue with being able to say that we're speaking specifically only about those children in other words, when the Gemara in Kiddushin said that if the children are chayev, then the women should for sure be chayev, and should, that we should come along and say that this is specifically speaking about the older children, said that this is a problem with Lashon Gemara Because the expression in the Gemara, we said before, is Tfalim Chayovim. It doesn't say Ktanim Chayovim, or another expression. It uses specifically that expression dealing with Taf, which are the very little children. So seemingly it seems, it speaks, it's speaking about the same category of little children that the Gemara mentions. In Chagigo, when it speaks about that everyone's of men, women, and taf, the very, very little children. So the word, when it says over here again, the word tfalim, it's referring to those same very little children as taf. As Rashi tells us that when, when the Gemara says that the little children are Chayiv, tfalim chayovim, we know it from that word vahataf. Which says in the Pesach, again, the first Pesach, which we were trying to say, is speaking about the very, very little children. That's how we know that children are chayiv. Again, in the Gemara that says, when well, we're trying to learn the Kalva that if children are chayiv, women are for sure chayiv, where are we learning from? Rashi says from the word Vahataf, which says in that earlier Pesach, which we were trying to say is dealing with the very little children. Not from the possible of Yadu, which we were saying is actually maybe dealing with the older children. In other words, this all tells us that the child himself has the schiv of the mitzvah of HaKel. That's the way it seems to me. If we're saying that the tafar chayiv, we're saying even the little child is actually Chayev. And according to the Deyos, that the Zechiyuv is even on the Ketani, Ketanim and the tiniest little ones, that means even they are going to be Chayiv in the Mitzvah of Hakel. If that's the case, says the Rebbe, we're back to square one, to the original question. How does this fit with what we said originally, that the De Gemara says the only reason the children are coming is lit in Zechar where now it sounds like we're saying that there is an obligation on the children. Also, how does it fit with a Simple klal and the obvious and logic that it's not really possible to place a khiv of an obligation on very, very little tiny children who are not even on the level necessarily of b'nei Deye. They don't even have the understanding and the knowledge, etc. Says the Rebbe, we're going to understand all of this by first explaining the beginning of the Maimer azal that we brought before. About children coming. We're going to look at the beginning of that Maimer azal. Rabbi Loza ben Azariah says, If the men are com- coming to learn, noshim the women are coming to hear. And then it goes on to speak about why the children are brought to give reward to those who brought them. And the question is, what's the, nece- what's the necessity for the beginning of this Maim Azal? The men are coming to learn, the women are coming to hear. What is he coming to be machadish to tell us over here? That's as clearly in the Possek, that they're coming yishmu to hear and to learn. Says the Rebbe, one might suggest, and the Rebbe is about to say that you can say this, that in fact, he's not coming to say any chidush with the fact that men are coming to learn and the women are coming to hear, but rather it's only coming as an introduction for why the children are coming. So we start off first saying, I understand why the men are coming or why the women are coming, like a common a term in Gemara, bish I all is well, for example, number one, or hanicha is another expression. So I understand why the men and women are coming. So why are the children coming? So the Rebbe says we can't say that that's really what Abel and means, just to start off with the obvious. Because number one, then rather than saying, Iman no should have start, started off with one of the regular expressions, as we just said before, the common expression would be, Bishleimah, all is well, why the men are coming. So what's this expression, boyim Number two, even when the Gemara uses this term the Gemara is only using it when there is still some sort of novel idea, some sort of chidrish, some sort of svarah, for which not necessarily was so obvious, and we're saying, okay, according to opinion number one, or option number one, we're saying this. We're trying to learn something out that doesn't say very, very explicitly. but we, So we might say, all is well according to opinion number one. And then to clarify why it's so clear according to that opinion, but it's still telling us something, teaching something. And then it's going to say, the Gemara will conclude. But what about opinion number two? Whereas in our case, there's actually nothing being added to what says clearly in the Pesach. So why does Rabbi Lozab ben Azariah have to say, I understand why the men and the women are coming to learn and to hear? It says in the passage, they're coming to learn and to hear. So says, the question is even stronger. When we look at Rashi, what Rabbi bin ben Azariah says, is brought in Rashi al And there, it actually is divided into like three Rashi's and three Dibra-Mashils. On the word, anoshim. Rashi says, Lilmoid, the men came to learn. Then Rashi quotes the next word, Nashim, and he explains that what did they come for? Lishmoya to hear. And then he deals with the taf, and he says, Lama Bo, why did they come to little children? Allah says to give reward to those who brought them. So we see clearly that even Lilmoid regarding the men and Lishmoya regarding the women is something that Rashi needs to explain. Not only as an introduction to why are the children are coming, but Rashi is coming to explain why the men are coming, why the women are coming, and again, it seems obvious in the pasuk why they're coming. Says the Rebbe, perhaps we would be able to explain it, explain this based on Toisvus. Toisvus quotes the Yerushalmi that what Rabbi Banazari Ben Azari is actually coming to teach us over here with the, with the fact that he's saying Anoshim are coming to learn, and the women are coming to hear. So it says in Yerushalayim, what is teaching us is to negate the opinion of Ben-Azai. Ben-Azai says that a person is obligated to teach his daughter Torah. Now, from our pasuk, when it says Laman Yishmu, Laman Yilmudu, after speaking about the men, the women, and the children, it says so they'll hear and they'll learn, etc. So it sounds like the women are also coming to learn. So Rebbelazer Ben-Azariah, who holds that you're not allowed to learn Torah with girls, different to Benazai, therefore he comes along and he says that when our apostate says they have the men and the women coming to learn and to listen and to hear, etc. So Rebbelazer Azai is explaining that it doesn't mean they're both coming. The men and the women are both coming for the same purpose. No, the men are coming to learn and the women are not coming to learn. They're just coming to hear, but not actually to learn. So maybe that's why the Gemara says it in this way. And that's why Rashi is saying it this way. But the Rebbe says it's a very big doichik to say that over here. Because the Sugiyah and the Gemara and the Drasha of Rabbi bin Azari are mainly dealing over here with the dinim of hakel. We're not dealing with the dinim about women are obligated to learn or are not allowed to learn Torah. So why would Rabbi Lozab suddenly in this area of hakel have to divide and introduce this whole idea of the men and the women etc. before dealing with the children? Says the Rebbe, the point of the explanation goes like this. Simply when we look at the etc. Who is this mitzvah for? So simply we look at it, it looks like the mitzvah of HaKel is on one person. The Melech, he is going to HaKel, go ahead and gather, assemble the men, the women and the children. There's no mitzvah over here on the men and the women and the children by themselves, individually, to, to do anything. It's a mitzvah on the melech, to go ahead and gather them. Point number two, when we look at the continuation of the pasuk where it says, They will hear, they will learn, and fear Hashem, to do all the mitzvahs, etc., is explaining what's the purpose, the goal, the end result of the mitzvah of gathering all the yidn. In other words, the word leman over here is being used like in many other places in the Torah. For example, when it says leman regarding Avromovin, who asher as Bonavez vez or leman yirbu yemechem and in other, other examples, which generally and most of the times the word leman is not speaking about something that's currently going on right now. We're speaking about leman in order that this should be the end result. So in our case, what that means is that the purpose, the goal of the Mitzvah of HaKel, through the Melech who's going to gather and read the different parshias of the Torah, is that what should come out eventually at Klael Yisrael is, to all of the Yidden, that they will hear, that they will learn, they will fear Hashem, etc. The Rebbe says this is also the way it seems implied by the words of the Rambam. The Rambam says, "Mitzvahs, are say, Lahakil call Yisrael." It's a mitzvah to gather all the Yidden, men, women, and children. The Lichroys name to read in their ears, Parshias, the sections of the Torah that encourage them in mitzvahs and strengthen them in the true faith. What do we see from the Rambam's expressions? Again, these same two ideas. Number one, that the mitzvah of hakel is not a mitzvah on each yid as an individual, that he needs to come and participate in the mitzvah of hakel. Rather, it's a mitzvah on the makil, on the one who's going to gather them. And there's a command to, this command is to the melech, to the king, who has the ability to gather all the yidin, or to in. And point number two, as we said, that the mitzvah of hakel This mitzvah of the Melech is going to read and gather the Yidim. What's the purpose of it? And in fact, the Rebbe says that this itself is part of the command that he should read it in a way that what's going to be the result so that the Yidim will learn and hear. And this is why he's going to read those kind of parashies that are going to encourage them to do the mitzvahs and to strengthen them in the true faith. He's going to read it out of a platform, etc. Now, what about all the individuals that come? So the men, women, and children is only that through them, the mitzvah, again, the mitzvah on the makil, on the one gathering them, his mitzvah is being fulfilled through them. So So they are helping the melech, in a certain sense, fulfill his mitzvah. So by the fact that the yidn will then hear and learn and fear Hashem and keep all the mitzvahs in the future, so now the whole purpose of what the melech was trying to do was finally fulfilled properly. That's the way we would have understood the mitzvah without Rabelazah ben Azariah. Again, two main points being that the mitzvah is primarily just on the king, not on the individuals. And point number two is speaking about what the end result will be, a benefit that will come out of this mitzvah. It's for this that Rabelazah ben Azariah is actually coming to redefine, in a certain sense, the mitzvah. And this is what he says. If the men came to learn... And the women came to hear, and we'll see later on in the Sichat, how he's going to conclude with the question about the children. But what's first of all, what's he, we asked, what's he being machadish with these words? So he is being machadish in both areas that we spoke before. Rabbi Lazar ibn Azari is telling us a chidush. How is that? Number one, different to what we said before that it's a chiyuv only on the melech. Rabbi Lazar ibn Azari is telling us that it's actually a chiyuv on the individual, on the people, on the men and the women themselves. They are coming. Imanoshim boim. They are coming because even though, yes, the mitzvah, the obligation that the Toyota is placing, is primarily on the one who's going to gather them, the melech. But as a result of that, it actually now becomes a chiyuv, an obligation on the person himself, on the men, on the women, to fulfill this mitzvah. The mitzvah that the one who's gathering has on himself, but they now have an obligation to help this mitzvah happen. And that's what he's trying to say with those words, they are coming, this is part of their mitzvah. The Rebbe says this is similar to famous words of the Ran in regarding to, in regards to the participation of a woman in the mitzvah of Piriyah of having children. That even though she does not have the obligation of the mitzvah of Piriyah Virivya, nevertheless, the Ran says she has a mitzvah because she is assisting the husband to be able to fulfill his mitzvah. The Rebbe says there's a difference. In regards to period of we still wouldn't say that there's a chi of an obligation on the woman. It's only that she does end up getting a mitzvah, because in that case, her participation is just because of the actual fact, the actual mitzius, the way things are, is that the husband practically cannot do the mitzvah period of Piri that he has without, without the woman. In our case, In a certain sense, it's much more. In other words, the fact that men, women, and children are participating is not only because practically the king needs to gather people and without them he wouldn't be able to fulfill his mitzvah, but rather that is what the gather of the mitzvah is. The gather of the mitzvah is they become what the mitzvah is and who the mitzvah needs to be accomplishing something about is that these people should be learning and hearing and therefore it does become much more of a chiyuv gavra, a chiyuv on themselves. This, says the Rebbe, this is similar to the famous words of the Charedim in regards to another mitzvah, that the yidn have a mitzvah, to be blessed, to be benched through the koyanim. In other words, that's part of the mitzvah, is that the koyin is benching the, the yid. Again, just to clarify to, to 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 see the difference. By period of review, we said, of course she has a mitzvah, she's assisting in the mitzvah. But the mitzvah per se is not about the woman. The mitzvah is to have a child. Now practically, that can't happen without the woman. Where again, by hakel and Koyanim, the mitzvah is the gathering of these people or benching these people. And therefore, the Rebbe is saying, it's much more, not only do they have a mitzvah, but it becomes more of their obligation. So this is all the first Chiddush Rabbalah Azari is telling us. Next point. We said before, that simply we would understand the Laman Yishmu, Laman Yilmedud, in order that they will hear, they will learn, etc. is not only the purpose, goal, and result of the mitzvah, but rather he's coming to tell us that that is part of the mitzvah itself. That's, that is what the mitzvah is. Meaning that the obligation on the men and the women to come to Hakel is not only to be there. So they are part of this big group, so that the mitzvah of Hakel, of the melech, should be able to be fulfilled. And through this, will be achieved eventually the ultimate goal of the mitzvah, that Yidin will come eventually to learn more and to fear more, etc., etc. But rather, this itself is part of the mitzvah of what the men are coming right now, is to learn right now, is to hear right now. In other words, this is, they have a goal of why they're coming to this mitzvah of hakel. Again, it's not only so the, the, the mitzvah of hakel itself will all gather, and eventually something good will come out of it. It's in continuation to this that Abelazah Ben-Azari is asking. If the purpose of the mitzvah of the men and women are to learn and to hear. So now he asks, V'taf So why are the children coming? What does he mean by this question? Again, if we would be looking at the general mitzvah of HaKel, that it's only about gathering all the yidin, so then we know why they're coming. They're part of all the yidin that are coming. What he's asking is, if we just said that in addition to the simple idea of hakel, we see now that there's a special chiyuv on the men and women, so he's asking what is the special idea of the children, which will be similar to this function of the men and women, in addition to the common idea that all men, women, and children come, so now the king was able to do his mitzvah by gathering everyone. So Rabbi Lozabah says... That the idea of the children coming has its unique idea of liten schar and obviously you can't say there's any sort of chiyuv on them, but rather the purpose of why they're coming, different to the men and the women. You said there's a purpose of why they're coming, a for why they're coming to learn and to hear. On the children, you can't say there's a chiyuv, but there's still a, also an additional purpose besides just being part of the bigger crowd. So there is a special idea of them coming, which is litn schar to give schar to give reward to those who brought them. Says the Rebbe. Now we could go back and understand the Gemara when the Gemara said that children are chayiv and therefore a woman like kolshkein, and we would we would have said that perhaps we could have learned out the whole idea of women with a kaluchayim from the children. So the Rebbe says that in regards to the actual mitzvah of HaKel, not what we just added now, that there's a special unique idea of men, a special unique idea for women, but in regards to the original point that we're saying, the essence, the whole idea of HaKel, of just gathering all the Yidin, in that men, women, and children are all exactly the same. Through all of them together, it's been fulfilled the mitzvah of the one gathering them, That now we got all of Am all together. In other words, as far as that's concerned, they're all part of this mitzvah, they're all part of this hefzachal mitzvah, all yidden equally. And in this, there would really be no difference what what age children were speaking about. Even the tiniest little ones are also in the klal of when we say tfalim chayovim, that their the little children are chayiv, meaning, not again, their personal obligation. We mean through them as being fulfilled the general mitzvah of the makil, of the one gathering them, hake So amo ho'an noshim so since we're speaking about this aspect of HaKel, the first one, the original way how we would have understood hakil before Rabbalah of Azari that we're speaking about the actual mitzvah of the person gathering them all hidden together, so then as far as that's concerned, even if we wouldn't have said women individually, we would have been able to learn out that women are included in this general mitzvah. If children are, then women for sure are. But now we're saying there's an additional point that women also have chiyuv um, gavr because they are b'nei de'ya so they, they you, could, you would say that this is already a chiyuv on the women themselves, different to little children you can't say they are chayiv but the general idea of women being able to come would definitely be able to be learnt out from the fact that children also have to come. Says the Rebbe the bi'ur b'p'nimi yeso y'anim which again, we have, what are we trying to explain? That by mitzvah of hakel, we find that everyone is obligated, men, women, and children. On the other hand, the chi of mitzvah is on the one who's gathering them, the melech or Bastin. says that we're going to understand this by first focusing on the words of the Rambam. We quoted some of this before, that the mitzvah of hakel is to strengthen Yiddishkeit, to strengthen the true faith. To quote the chinuch, this mitzvah is Amut chazak. It's a very, very big pillar of a Kavoyd Godal and great honor. Bedas in Yiddishkeit. What does this mean? That the idea of Hakil is really about revealing the Nekudas by each and every Yid. Which is the Yisoyd, which is the basis, which is the pillar. That strengthens all of Yiddishkeit. Now this Nekudah of Emunah is strengthened and revealed through the Melech. Who gathers together all the Yid in the of Hamikdash and reads to them from the Torah, that is, since the Melech is the Lev Kolkao Yisroel, the heart of all of the Yidin, he is the one that brings them to a state of Bitul, and Kabbalah al Khushamayim and Yiras Hashem. This is what he brings about in all the Yidin. So when he gathers all of the Yidin together now, he is the one that's causing, that it should be revealed inside of them, the Nekudas Hayyadus, what we would call the Pintel Yid, which is expressed in Emunas Hashem, and Yiras Hashem. This is also why, what do we, what does the king read? He reads the parshis of Shma, Vahoyim Shamoya, which is the parshis that deal with Kabbalah Selm al Kabbalah Selm mitzvahs. He also reads the parsha of Asimolai Melech of appointing a king. These are all to arouse the Yidden, to awaken the yidn, to engrave inside the Yidden, the Amunah, the Yiras Hashem, for the rest of their lives, as the Passock says, Kol Hayomim Ashatim Chayim Alo Adama. For this reason, says the Rebbe, the Rebbe is now going to look again how we first understand the mitzvah, and then what the Gemara, Rabbi Lozeman Azari, is adding. As far as what do we see in the mitzvah? Number one, that this is a mitzvah that applies to all yidden equally—men, women, and children—because the nekudas Hayadus, which is going to be expressed in emuna, hisayudus in in Hashem, this exists by all yidden equally, from the greatest of the great to the very smallest, even the taf. Everyone are maaminim b'nei maaminim. Because this is not something that's connected with Havon, with, with intellect, with understanding. Rather, this is something connected with the very etzim, the essence of the soul, which exists by every id equally. At the same time, again, as from Torah Shemek Sav, this mitzvah seems to be not on every individual. We said it's a mitzvah on the melech, the one who's going to gather them. Because the proper chizuk strengthening in this eidus of the nekudas hayadus, that nekudah of to the extent that it should impact us forever, we cannot manage this on our own. Rather, this is coming from the Melech. He is the Neshama Klal, is the general Neshama of all Yidden. He is the one that can bring this out. The Nebuchadnezzar says, based on this, we can also understand a fascinating thing that we find by Hakel, an amazing thing, that, as we just quoted, it's something that's supposed to impact us not only for a certain amount of time, like it says by Ali regel that it's, It it influences us until the next time, etc. But rather it says, It's there for our whole lives. Because if we're speaking about a level of the Pintali, the level of the Yechidah Shem this is always, it's constant forever and ever. Now comes the next stage. Toyur Shemal Peh comes along, the Gemara, and so too Rashi brings this Drash. Now what's the idea of Torah Shemalpe? This is coming to reveal those things that are hidden in Torah Shemaksav. And what, what, what's added now is that in addition to the gilu'i, to the revelation and the strengthening of emunah that the melech does, there also needs to come something else in this gilu'i, of this lukudah, that it also has to imp- uh, inspire, it has to impact also our inner koiches, the rest of us, our inner faculties. And how is that going to be accomplished? Through the avoid of each and every individual. In other words, it's not only about the melech, there's also what we have to do as individuals. And here we start making great distinctions. Not everyone's the same. And that's why there are different things. We speak about the men, they come to learn. The women have their own task, etc. And then what does the Gemara continue? The Gemara says that when the Khtanim come, after speaking about the men and the women, so now they are also being gathered with the melech, etc. Now we say, (laughs) Litin schar lemiviyayen that those who brought them are going to get reward, meaning that this is going to add, this is going to cause an ilu, a great advantage, even in the koiches panimim of those who brought them, even in the inner faculties of those who brought them, the parents. The Rebbe says, Perhaps maybe even it achieves even more than what the person, the parent, was able to do with his own avodah by bringing the child. This is going to add even on top of much more than he was able to achieve on his own. Concludes the Rebbe, from all of this we have the Hoyerah B'Poyl, that even though the mitzvah of Hakel is not practically shayach right now, as long as we don't have the of Mikdash built, nevertheless we know that Torah is Nitzchah, Torah is eternal and in the spiritual that the mitzvah always applies in every single time, and every single place. Says the Rebbe, we need to see to it, that during the days of the Chag Asukkah, specifically, we should gather more and more yidn together regardless of what state each and every one of these Yidin may find themselves, including also Taf children, and certainly Yidin that are already in all the mitzvahs, but are in the category of Taf in the sense of Yidiyas HaTayit and Shemiris HaMitzvahs, and the knowledge of Tayit and keeping of mitzvahs, Their are children in that sense. So we need to bring them as well into a gathering of many yidden together. And even though it's possible that we're speaking about a Yid, that's He could be an adult, but as far as his knowledge in Torah, he's so young, so small, he's not even at the, ed, at the stage of being educated. In other words, he's not even at the stage of being able to appreciate, understand the meaning of Torah, mitzvahs, and Yiddishkeit. Nevertheless, by bringing him to a Mesiba, to a gathering of Yidin. now we know that whenever there's 10 Yidin, the Shechina is there. Especially if it's a Mesiba gathering, that its whole point is to be moider to awaken to Yiddish then that helps that it should be revealed inside of him that pinte that that nekudas hayadus and his amuna which is really always there, always remaining faithful to Hashem. And furthermore, it also adds to the one who brought him to add tois v'schar, additional schar, and great aliyas in his own avoida, and says the Rebbe, also regarding these people that were calling Taf, this Nakudas will permeate them completely, that they will eventually also change in their inner koiches in and their inner faculties, that they will also come to hearing, to listening, to learning, and finally to be Yaru, as Hashem Alekeichem, to keep everything that says in the Torah, and will be zoichet to the call, God all yidin coming together as one big congregation. and be able to celebrate Hakel, with Melech HaMashiach together in the Beis HaMikdash HaShlishi.